Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You're with the double L team, Lyle and Liam. Liam. Good morning, Lyle. How are you this morning? I am fantastic this morning. That is good to hear. God is good. Absolutely. He rules in heaven. He rules on earth. He rules in my heart. And God is good. Amen. What are you thankful for this morning? Uh, this morning, I am thankful. Uh, over the weekend, I, st- I started writing a bit of a song, and I haven't finished it yet, so I won't, I won't get too much into it at this stage. But yeah, I got inspired over the weekend to start writing a song, and I loved it. I'm thankful that I got to use the musical creative side of my brain. Okay, so weekend. when do we get to hear this song here on Faith FM? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, may, it may, at this stage, it is for my ears only. Okay. Um, I don't know when it will be for people other than my ears. We'll see how we go. Oh, that sounds good. We'll see maybe, how we maybe go. You can, uh, maybe you can write a song for uh, New Song Collective. They're a uh, group of art- artists who collaborate together. Possibly. And, Possibly. Uh, have you re- ever recorded a song before? Uh, I have when I was in high school. Yes. Um, and it, it was actually pretty good. I'm not bad at, at performance. Right. I, I like to think that I'm quite good at performing. Yes. A bit of a star I am. Uh-huh. Humble me. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to putting it all together to begin with, uh, th- yeah, that's where it gets a bit tricky. Okay. Yeah. What are you thankful for this, mo- this morning, though, Lyle? I am thankful for... I had a whole list of things I was going to be thankful for, and now my mind has only it's gone flipped blank. out. Yes. Okay, so here's what I did over the weekend. What did you do? I did not write a song. No. No. What did you do? I started writing a book. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. So, there you go. When we when, when can we expect to get the book? Uh, a couple of years. Nicely done. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how long. <laughs> it's, it's, my, uh, it's my quarantine project. Very good. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Coming up in today's news, we are travelling to the United States, which is being reported as the world hotspot for coronavirus, to see how the United States Constitution is faring up against this particular virus. Has it caught a virus and has it died of coronavirus? What is happening there? In particular, we're going to be looking at the First Amendment, the issue to worship. Winter didn't last. The coldest months have passed Time will heal our bumps and bruises Mend the broken parts
The longest nights will pass. Love will soothe our restless souls and heal the aching hearts. Heal the aching hearts. So don't you dare give up, my dear. Your redemption is so near. So hold on, hold on, my dear. For it won't be long, my But guys, that was Kimi Ogendi with Winter. We're not quite there yet, but I guess we're... It feels like it to me. That's why I put it in there. Okay. I, to me, it feels like it's winter. This is the North Queenslander speaking. It is indeed. So I, I thought that... So you, being from Tasmania, it's probably quite warm still. I was at well, home, you know, I was lot, at home over the weekend. I was at home over the weekend um, and two very contrastingly different days. One day was scorching hot. Uh, the other day... Well... In the opinion of the people I live with, it was scorching hot. And the other day, it was uh, relatively fine. One day, I think it was, it got up to 29 degrees. Nice. And they were all, they, 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 they were having Amazing. a bit of a, I thought it was lovely, you know? Yes. I heard people having a bit of a sook. Um, keep in mind, I summer do, is my favourite. I do of love year. the pe- if if the people that I live with are listening. I love you. <laughs> um, but it's been called out on air. But I must say that um, name and shame. No, they, we won't do that. The, the the second day it was it was like eighteen degrees, and they were out in like a singlet and, and shorts, and I was like long sleeve shirt, jacket, jumper. Totally with you there, Lee. Totally with you. I was freezing, and yeah. they they were perfectly okay. So take my hat off to them. They did uh, well. Bring bring summer back. Let's Absolutely. have it all year round. <laughs> I'm I'm quite happy with summer. I Absolutely. Never complained during summer. No, which is weird for a Tasmanian, but it's just the way I am these days. You think if anyone would complain about summer, it would be you? But no. Uh, no. I think it's one of those uh, grass is greener on the other kind, other side of the fence kind of things, and I haven't yet figured out that it's not greener. It's still greener on the other side of the fence as yeah. far as warm weather goes. I There's just, still I, things I just to like discover. It. I just like it. Very good. I just like summer. Summer is my favourite, favourite, favourite um, season. season. If you like winter, like is that if that's your favourite season, why live here? Yeah. You know? In, yeah, look, this, I think just moved to we Texas. are getting a bit of... Texas is a great state. In, in Cairns, there is land. no summer and winter. There's uh, wet, dry, and dry. wet and dry. And it's sort of the first half of the year is wet season, second half of the year is dry season. And so it's sort of all just hot the whole time. Yeah. Um, tropical. It's, it's, it's got its moments, but at the end of the day, I do love it up there. Um, and the, yeah... Anyway, we are off We're topic. Incredibly let's, have off our, topic. Let's, have our, let's have a our clue for our quiz. Absolutely. Okay, so this is a, again, a what city am I? Uh, last week we had a what city am I? And this, today, our first quiz is for a what city am I? Blind Bartimaeus was healed by Jesus as Jesus was leaving this city. Which city was this? Okay, if you know the answer, then give us a call. Uh, 1-800-324-843. There'll be a prize coming your way. And what prize is that? The prize this morning is called P. 
Pillars of the Christian Faith by Danny, Danny Shelton and Jim Gilly. Uh, it talks about, it explores and describes the pillars that, you know, the, the structure of the Christian Salient faith. Salient teachings of the Bible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And Lyle, you do know the answer. So, the double prize is not up for grabs this morning. Single prize is there. But it is still there for up, up for grabs. So, if you think you know the answer, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or you can send us a text at 0491-064-669. What do we have for positively different news this morning? So, in previous days, we've spoken about your very strong dislike of cats. Yes, Indeed. How do you feel about dogs? Do you have a strong... Love dogs. Uh, oh, I have a wonderful. very, very, very wonderful. strong That dogs. is great to hear because this morning I have got some incredible... Sorry, cat people. Incredible Just stories uh, that really reinforces how amazing dogs are. They are. Uh, so for many years, dogs have been able to help save, keep people safe, humans safe, by sniffing out you know, narcotic, narcotics, other illicit substances, um, improvised explosive devices, pests, you know, like insects and rodents believe it or not. Uh, natural disasters, they can sort of sense when that's happening. Cancer, Parkinson's disease. And as of late, there has been a medical charity in England that has successfully trained dogs to sniff out or detect COVID-19. Oh, really? Yes. They're all, okay, that's it's, cool. It's, it's not 100% yet, uh-huh. but there's strong signs and it is very much in the works. So That would be amazing. It would be. I, I, this, Take my I, dog for a walk. I know who, who all my neighbours are who are infected. Absolutely. Ooh, so they thought house. of the, the idea is, you know, they could have these dogs walking out through the streets or maybe at airports. Have you ever been stopped at the airport um, by oh, many, many, many a, times? A dog for- over and over again. Every time I go through the airport, the uh, the dog comes up, and I'm not allowed to pat it, which is really frustrating. I know. It's like I really, really want to give him a give him a friendly little pat, but never have um, been allowed. To. I I was stopped once because I I travelled to Tasmania. Uh, and you had an apple, and, uh, a mango, I, I bet you had uh, mango, or an avocado. It was, no, no not something a, tropical. It was, I think it was just apple. But, apple. Um, <laughs> you took an apple to Tasmania. I did. Yeah, well, I was hungry. The apple. Um, but I was traveling from Sydney to, to Tasmania and I, oh, it was, although it was very. There terrible, are these big signs everywhere and there bins, are. like right as you're getting off the plane, there's a big sign and a bin. I was very, I was seeing someone that I hadn't seen for a long time and I was focused on getting to see them again. So my mind was in a different sp- spot. But I got to, I got to, I must say, when you do get pulled up by the dog, a bit of you is, you know, oh no, what have I done? Yes. But when you're pretty sure that it's, you haven't done anything wrong, or if you have done something wrong, it can't be that bad, you do tend to drift to how amazing that dog is. <laughs> you just, and as you said, it is incredibly difficult to resist the, uh, the pat. But, uh, uh, no, you, you know, gonna, you know taking something refrain. that potentially has fruit fly in it. Yeah. Doesn't really go into the into the category of uh, you know not really that bad. It's like yeah. kind of disaster to the whole you know. It's, it's, it could be could be you know, anyway anyway. <laughs> uh, there is this thing called radio, and you have just confessed on radio. Yes. Anyway, Where everybody gets to hear. <laughs> so that's one that's one story this morning about a dog. Yes. My second news story is also about a dog, and this time there is it's it's about a, a dog tour. Uh, there is a, a, a dog tour or a doctor in a quote, quote unquote dog tour, D-O-G-T-O-R, okay. uh, Dr. Loki. This dog is a therapy dog okay. who has been dubbed a doctor. And in the uh, University of Maryland School of Medicine in Baltimore over in the United States, this dog has been sending out 
hero healthcare packages or hero healthcare kits to the frontline medical workers going through the hospitals uh, with these little packages. That, this dog is a dog that you can pat. So it's it's helping you know bring positivity to. So, so wait wait wait. It's sending out passages packages or it's going to the wards. It's it it is the the. The it is the package. It is the package. It is the package. Okay. It is. So it's not sending out package. It's going as the package. Yes. Yes. Okay. And All right. Yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm pulling from a few uh, last month when we were studying Daniel. It is an angel. It is a messenger. Okay. Yes. Very good. Very good. Yes. I yes. do pay attention. The word uh, <laughs> angel comes from the word angelos, which means messenger. Indeed. So this is uh, this 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 little uh, canine is a messenger of goodwill. Absolutely. So you know, it's, it's it's there for people to enjoy the dog, but it's also you know got little packages around its neck that it carries, um, whether it might may, might be small treats or things like that, or I don't know things things to help bring positivity. To these, not only the, the the patients, but everyone involved, that's really at the at the at the very end of, of the spectrum of where we're at at the moment. So that's what this dog has been doing. Dogs were created for human beings. They were indeed. They uh, they actually get more positive endorphins and uh, a bigger positive rush from human interaction than they do from dog to dog interaction. Yeah. So they would rather a dog would rather hang out with humans than with other dogs. Yeah. And it's one of the I think it's the only creature on the planet that falls into that category where it would actually rather be with a human being. Yeah. I've actually at the dog at home, I've been developing a, a stronger relationship with the dog. It listens to me now. It uh, it, it loaned when I, I go for a run for it quite regularly, and it knows the uh, the protocols. You know, when we get to a road, it sits. I don't even have to tell it to sit. I just slow down, and it sits. And sometimes it sits too early, and I've got to run up a bit more. But I, I'm getting there. And it's learning. Yeah, it's learning. It, it is. What kind of a dog? It is a something mixed with a poodle. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, this dog, this, not this dog, this song that we've got now is a lovely song called Spread a Little Love Around by Linda Shelton. Sometimes this crazy world can make us all feel bad. I sit and watch the news and just get sad.
Listening to Linda Sheldon, spread a little love around. I hope you. Caught, I hope you. Did you catch the dog reference? The dog reference, yeah, in the middle of that song. Very good. Thank and you very so much. let's be all spreading a little bit of love around today. And if you don't have a dog in your life, then find somebody who does and go and share it with dog. them. A pat today, indeed. Okay, next clue for our quiz this morning. Uh, okay, here we go. This city is referred to by Jesus in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Okay, parable of the Good Samaritan. Indeed. What city? There's what two city cities. is referenced in that parable? If you know the answer, then give us a call right now. One eight hundred three two four eight four three. That's one eight hundred Faith FM, or text us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And you will be receiving a copy of Pillars of the Christian Faith by Danny Shelton and Jim Gilly, talking about you know the fundamentals. Of the faith. Okay, so if we travel across to the United States, which is constantly being uh, thrown up in front of us as the one country that has the worst uh, coronavirus infection, which is far from the actual truth because there are countries with much worse infections, they just have uh, much worse reporting. Uh, but even <laughs> amongst uh, countries that have excellent reporting on a per capita basis. The United States is 18th in the world as far as infections go and 14th as far as deaths go. Where? Because that's... I don't know if you know this, um, but um, that's the US on a whole. Do you that's know, the United States, yes. Do you know what New York alone is? Out of no. curiosity? Okay. No. Don't have, don't have uh, individual stats on individual states. In America, because I I don't I don't know for certain, but I have a feeling that the New York stats would be vastly different to the United States as a whole, because that's where the biggest outbreak has been in the US. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, be that as it may, uh, if you compare the United States, for instance, with a country like Iceland, Iceland has five thousand one hundred ninety. Uh, infections per million, and the United States only has two thousand three hundred per million, and so that's a pretty dramatic difference. You know, that's uh, uh, you know, Iceland is a major first world country that has double the infection rate of the United States, but you never hear it in the news. Mm. Um, then, of course, if you look at deaths, you have uh, Belgium, which has four hundred and ninety deaths per million. And these are not the highest, of course. There are higher ones, but they're kind of you know, minor countries. Uh, but Belgium has 490 deaths per million. The United States has only 122 deaths per million. And so that's you know, more than four times higher than the U.S., so these, you know, infection rates of, you know, at l more, more than double yep. in some countries than the US and death rates of four times higher. And we're dealing with, you know, first world developed countries. Now, of course, this is going to change and it does change on a day by day basis. Um, the United States has been sitting somewhere between 14th and 21st in the world uh, over the last week. And it sort of fluctuates between it's, it's been fluctuating between those two figures, and who knows what the future holds? Yeah, we don't. However, one story that we need to look at is how this is actually affecting the United States Constitution, and in particular the First Amendment. Um, so, the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution is what guarantees you 
the religious liberty, the right to worship, freedom of assembly for the purpose of worship, and so forth, which is an interesting article to have in a constitution when you are trying to have a pandemic lockdown. And so you have to ask yourself the question, do you make an exception to the Constitution when there's a pandemic? Well, if you make an exception to the Constitution when there's a pandemic, it's kind of like pointless having a Constitution. If I can make an exception for this, why can't I make an exception for other exactly. things? Exactly. And if the, high, if the, if the uh, Supreme Court of the United States comes in and rules that you can have an exception to the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, then that First Amendment is effectively gone. And so some you know, people have been noticing this, and if we go to California, and this is a story coming out of California, which is the last state that I ever expected to see a story like this. I mean, this is a state that is typically so far left-wing that people refer to it as uh, comoformia rather than California, <laughs> and, um, and, and as such is the most restrictive state, um, the most security-conscious state, and the least freedom-focused. And so you would kind of expect that this would be the state that would be putting up their hands and, yes, please, we don't need this uh, First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. It's also a much more secular state than some of the other states. And uh, But coming out of uh, California, there's a group of pastors who are gathering together in churches and there's growing momentum uh, where they are suing the, uh, the, the various government bodies there um, in relationship to closed churches. And so if we look at one example, Pastor Rob McCoy opened his church for Palm Sunday for communion. Now, a lot of people would say, well, you know, that was a pretty irresponsible thing to do. However, uh, we do need to note that it wasn't just uh, free for all. He opened, his, uh, he opened his door, but he had people come into communion. There's only 10 people allowed in the church at any time. Uh, they put all the tape down on the floor and put tape on the footpath outside uh, with two-metre spacing. All of the elements of communion were individually packed and sealed. So he tried to hygienically. do his best to, to maintain... Yeah, absolutely. He was, to follow he was the guidelines. ...above and beyond anything that you will find in, for instance, a supermarket. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously still open. It's essentially or the a, same. Or, a, or an auto parts store. Yeah, it's more or less the same as what it was before the pandemic happened. Give or take a couple of things, like the, the the workers, like at the supermarket. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, no, the churches. No, 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 no. Yeah, the churches. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, I go to the supermarket. Yeah, I got to line line up to get in, into the supermarket, and there's only a certain amount of people allowed in, and um, you do have marks on the floor when you come to the checkout. But apart from that, and people being, you know, a little bit polite about, you know, how many some people, some people being a little bit polite, then um, yeah, it hasn't changed that much. But he changed his worship service dramatically. Of course, yeah. you know, if you only got 10 people in at a time, you're not doing a sermon. Um, it's kind of hard to have music, that kind of thing. Anyway, guess what happened? What happened? 700 people <laughs> turned up. 700 people turned up. And so, of course, wow. the footpath down the street, around the corner, down the next block... Um, was just lined up with people, lining up to participate in communion, many of them coming forward, you know, with tears in their eyes. And what it shows is, you know, the importance uh, and the necessity, really, of worship. And so what uh, Rob McCoy is arguing is that during a time of crisis, the freedom to worship is actually an essential service. And uh, the danger that we are facing right now with the lockdown and the social distancing 
is the danger that we will lose more people to suicide and heart disease, cancer and diabetes as a result of the loss of social connectedness. So I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again now. I think it's an important point, um, and it's what's called the Rosetto Effect. Yes. Um, and so... Um, Explain that for me. Okay, so... Uh, Has it got anything to do with risotto? The food? Okay, so this is Dr. Dean Ormish, who was uh, famous for his work on reversing heart disease. He says, I'm not aware of any other factor in medicine, not diet, not smoking, not exercise, not stress, not genetics, not drugs, not surgery, that has a greater impact on our quality of life, incidence of illness, or the premature death from all causes other than social connectedness. Um, This is his uh, book, Love and Survival, The Scientific Basis for the Healing Power of Intimacy. Okay, so Rosetto it was a town in Pennsylvania in the United States. Um, a 50-year study took place in this town. It was, an, it was a town that was made up of Italian immigrants. Yep. That all came from, you know, a relatively small area in Italy. It was incredibly, it was characterized by a high level of social connectedness, extensive intermarriage, strong family ties, uh, supportive and nurturing community, and uh, Rosetto had half the heart disease, the coronary heart disease, of its neighbouring towns, despite the risk, risk factors in all locations being exactly the same and the lifestyle being more or less identical. Now, in the 1970s, when the cohesiveness of the community began to weaken, the heart disease rates in Rosetto climbed to the same levels as those in uh, the other two communities. And so, you know, this is incredibly powerful. And basically what they're arguing is that we are risking the health of the world by doing away with, you know, the opportunity to worship. But not only that, um, it goes a little bit further because, of course, there is this right that they have in the United States to for freedom of worship. Coming up next, we have Faith by Michelle McLicaga. spoke the worlds from nothing by his breath it's believing he rewards you if you seek him with all you are that he holds the book of life the keys to death you can learn of God through the simple faith of man how no
Everybody, you were listening to uh, You Are With Me here on Faith FM. No, that was Faith, sorry. That was Carly Fletcher with Faith. What am I looking at? Looking at what's coming up. Uh, anyway. That was it, Michelle McIlliga with Faith. Okay, well, it says Carly Fletcher. That's because Carly Fletcher was the, uh, she's the producer of the album. That's yes, wrong. yes, yes, indeed. Okay, so we'll, Carly, Carly's actually on the phone right now, so this is kind of embarrassing because she actually knows exactly what's going on. But, Carly, we will get it right here in a minute. We are glad to have you on the show. Uh, before we actually talk to Carly, though, we have a, uh, a clue for our quiz. We do indeed. Clue number three for everybody this morning. Uh, continuing on, a company of prophets from this city went looking for Elijah after he had been taken away in a Chariot of Fire. Okay, which city was that, if you know the answer? 1-800-324-843 is the number to call. Where did this company of prophets uh, come from going looking for Elijah? Or text us on 0491 064 669 with the answer. And the prize, prize coming your way. Absolutely. The prize this morning is, of course, Pillars of Faith, Pillars of the Christian Faith by Danny Shelton and Jim Gilly. So, yeah, get on to it. Um, so we've got uh, Carly Fletcher with us this morning. How are you, Carly? I'm very well, thank you. That is great <laughs> to hear. Um, so, so that song that we just played, Faith, please do tell us who is that song by, just so that we can make sure that we know. Get the record straight. Get the record straight. <laughs> um, so the song is by a young lady up in Kingaroy, Queensland, called Michelle Mifflehagger. And I, I may not be pronouncing that last name right, so I apologise to all the Scottish people out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I, I quite got the pronunciation correct either, but it, I, it was pretty close, I reckon. Um, but yeah, 
now this uh, you you've um, there's two albums that we've got to talk about today. One of them is your own album, and another album is uh, a, a collective album that you've produced with. Oh, no, we're, we're focusing on um, yeah the collective today. The collective today. Yeah. Um, yeah, so right. yeah, so how is it different producing an album as opposed to, to you know you creating the album yourself? Um, actually because um, I don't really see myself as an amazing um, as an amazing singer but I do love songwriting and seeing other people like using their gifts to God and sharing their talents so it's actually really exciting to to get you know more people doing that and that's where I get a lot of joy out of that. Yeah, we certainly enjoy uh, your singing and the albums that you've already produced and play you know, quite a bit of your material here on Faith FM. Um, so with, with this latest collection, because this is not the first time that you've done a collection, Carly, what inspired this one? Well, I was talking to one of the artists, Sandra Interman, and we were, we were thinking, yeah, let's do something. And she just mentioned this idea of a theme of a really devotional theme, like drawing people closer to God in their personal walk with Him. So songs that focus on prayer and on reading your Bible more and just connecting with God in a personal and real way. So that that's kind of our main theme for this album. And uh, Carly, obviously, I, I listened to the to the um, the children's album you re- released last year, and that that album had a lot of different um, a lot of different themes amongst the songs. And you mentioned that yeah. the songs in in this album have got a lot of different themes. Do they have? Do, do the style of the song reflect the way? Does, does the style of the song reflect the themes that are featured in the different songs? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's very diverse in terms of each different artist just has their own unique sort of style, but they are very thoughtful style, very devotional style in, in the way the music is. And, yeah, I think I think people will be really um, refreshed listening to them. Um, I mean, the album is called Volume 1 Renew, so it's all about, like, renewing your relationship with God and we hope that the style of the music also reflects that and draw people to God. How did you go about selecting the artists to perform on your on, on this uh, on the new song collective? <laughs> uh, well, I just first of all I start with the ones that I know, and then other people often will refer a friend or someone else who they know who does music. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, kind of just a bit of a ripple effect, and we just contact people. You know, spread the net wide, and often people can't do it, so you end up just narrowing it down to the ones who are available. So we're trying to be trying to be inclusive and reach out to a number of different artists. And if people are interested in, you know, producing some original music, then we're open to getting them involved too. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, 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 look, Lyle, he doesn't. Uh... He doesn't know quite a, about as much about music as I do, and I I absolutely love whenever we get a Thank, music. Th- thanks, Liam. Thanks, Liam. <laughs> I absolutely love whenever we get a musical guest on. Um, now, with these different artists, how much creative input did you have in, and how much freedom, creative freedom, did you give to the these artists to into each of their songs as as the producer? Yeah. Well, basically, we I just give the main sort of themes. 
and then we have just some simple music guidelines to try try and keep the music um, in a way that sort of can be used by everyone and reach to reach as many people as possible. So we've got a few just general guidelines, and then it's basically up to the artists and their style and creativity to work within that framework. And yeah, I'm just there more as a encourager and to kind of keep them on on track with recording times and make sure, you know, the graphic design stuff is done. So I, I kind of step back and let them use their creative flavors because a lot of them are established artists and it's good just to see what they come up with too. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now we just heard a song. Uh, we just heard that song before. Faith, can you talk us a little bit through that song and, and what that one's about and and the process in in developing that song? Ah, uh, yeah. So um, Michelle and her her father actually, I think, wrote the song Phil um, Phil Schwartz, and um, that song is a really awesome one. It just talks about how all through the Bible you've had these people who have had faith in God and have trusted in God. You know, they've they've been people who've died because of their faith and they've all they're all looking forward to this great hope in Jesus and you know, it's, I think the main theme of that one is just that we are surrounded by these witnesses, these people that have had faith in God and now it's our turn to, to trust in God no matter what happens, especially in this these end times. So that's kind of I think that's what Michelle and Phil were kind of aiming at with that song. Sure. Um, is there a uh, is there a Carly a Carly Fletcher song on this album? <laughs> um, yeah, there is one one of my songs as well. It's called um, Simplify. Yeah. That's so that one obviously. The, the title implies that it, it it talks about breaking things down to, to what they need to be, but um, yeah. do you want to do you want to talk about that one a little bit more and sort of unpack what's inside that song? Yeah, so the song simplify. Um, it's a very personal song because you know you can collect so much stuff in your life. You can you can just be so busy with you know all the worries and cares of life and. That song is just a personal song that I'm, you know, I'm asking God to help me simplify the things in my life so that I have more time to spend with Him um, so that I can have a stronger relationship with Him. That's basically what that song is about. As a songwriter, Carly, a question that goes through my mind is what happens when uh, somebody, you know, how does it work when somebody gives you a theme and says, hey, I want you to write a song about this as opposed to you just sort of sitting down and saying, oh, I'm going to write a song today and getting a moment of inspiration and writing about something? Is it is it that much harder when you were assigned a theme? <laughs> it can be because often, often songs come more like from inspiration where you're like, oh, that's such an awesome idea and then you just sit down and play on the, play on the keyboard and nut it out. But... Um, I think also having a theme can be helpful because sometimes you want to write a song but there's just too many ideas so you kind of, it can be good to have it narrowed down a bit. <laughs> so it just, it just depends but you're right, sometimes you do get a bit of writer's block and oh, this is, this is a bit harder. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, Carly, you've um, you've obviously had a little bit of experience putting songs together, and I've actually started, <laughs> I've started trying to put something together as well. Um, oh, man, you, we might have to, um, <laughs> we might have yeah, to get you on a new song we'll, we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um, but oh, good <laughs> on you. <laughs> what I was, uh, do you have any advice for people that are trying to write songs about anything, whether it's something specific or whether they're taking any inspiration for something? Do you have any inspira- any advice for uh, people? that are, are, are trying to write a new song? Mm. Um, I would say, like, pray about it, of course. Like, ask God to to give you the words for the song. And um, a really cool thing, too, is, like, Scripture is a really inspiring um, place to start the songs where you can just take a scriptural idea and maybe, maybe start with a chorus. That can often help you if you just start with a chorus um, and then build around that because then you get kind of your main your main theme there um, you could talk if, if you're not so good with um, tunes and things you could collaborate with someone who is um, often often I'm better at writing the choruses but I struggle more with like the verses so I'll often ask someone else who's a bit better with that kind of thing for mm. some ideas so yeah, there's a lot of things you could do to to try and work on your songwriting. Now, um, Carly, I have to ask this question because Lawson was doing some recording at some stage, uh, who yeah. is well known here on Faith FM. Does Lawson feature yeah. on your album somewhere? Well, he's actually um, there is one there's one song that one of our artists Rosie Joy wrote. Um, it's the Arise song, so she wrote it for the Arise Bible College to promote that and share about Arise. And he's actually in that particular song on this album, on the New Song Collective album. And I've also got him featured in two songs on my personal album. There you go. So uh, Lawson Walters, yeah. our very own Faith <laughs> FM yeah. Lawson Walters, uh, featured on this uh, on on these latest two albums. I've got to ask a follow up question with that. Lawson, he talks up a big game, but um, is he <laughs> is he really as good as he says he is? Yeah, he's a good singer. Um, he's got a good good voice, good style, and um, and yeah, he's Things nice and confidently, which is always a good thing. Yeah, uh, Lawson. Lawson is amazing. We, 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 love, we, Lawson. we, we love him. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you got a favourite song on this album? Has he got or have I got? Have you got? Oh, um, oh, I can't have favourites. That's like asking, you know, who your favourite child is or <laughs> your, your yeah. favourite grandchild. <laughs> yeah, um, you're kind of not allowed to go there, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, should. I do. I do love. I love the diversity of the songs. Um, you know, of course, you have your personal sort of favourites that you go to. But I, yeah, I probably can't. I cannot disclose such information on radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a. Uh, I've, I've got a note here about a concert this Saturday night. Yes. Yeah. Um, part of the North New South Wales Young Adults um, Facebook page, they're promoting. Our live sort of concert is going to be zooming into different artists' um, houses. So if you're if you're available between seven and nine pm, that's just what would that be in New South Wales, Queensland time now? Australian Eastern Standard Time between seven uh, and nine. Okay, that's between seven and nine uh, live mm-hmm. on the North New South Wales 
um, young adults Facebook page. Um, we can uh, yeah. yeah jump in there and there's a concert happening. That that should be amazing. Just zoomed in from like all all kinds of people's homes. Yeah, they'll be they'll be putting it live on their Facebook page. Um, so, yeah, Saturday night, if you don't have anything else on, it's a good way to just see some fresh original music. None of us have anything else on at the moment, Carly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the nature of the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. But um, now, how do we how do we access the album? Um, so the actual physical CDs are arriving. They should be arriving this week, actually, from Victoria. So... They'll be arriving this week, and um, if people want to have a look on our Facebook page, they can go to at New Song Collective on Facebook. So that's New Song um, Collective on Facebook. Yeah. At the moment, our website is currently being developed, so we're not directing people there just yet, but it should be up pretty soon. So we're just directing people to our Facebook Carly page. Fletcher. Thank you so much for joining us here. We've uh, unfortunately run out of time, but uh, head over to the New Song Collective Facebook page. Grab details there as to where you can get your copy of the latest New Song Collective album. This is Eric and Monique from that album with You Are With Me.
team here at Faith FM want to encourage you to be God's hands and feet in your communities, to stay positive and to stay connected in this virus season. Remember to call your friends and family and ask if there's anything they need, whether it's food, some toilet paper or just a chat. Little things like this make a big difference to loved ones who just want to know that you're safe and sound. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Because 